Daddle today. I think um, we'll get straight into the big issues, and the biggest issue of the weekend was definitely the last leg of the multi that we put on. Was that eight? Was that eight hundred to one? No, eight ninety nine. I thought it was. So for nah, anyone look, that's I, playing catch up, I tip the Cowboys by fit to win by more than fifty one points when they were paying seventy one dollars. To do that, that happened. They won by seven, 74 nil. Uh, Corbs tipped the Sharks by, what was it? Uh, minus 35.5. That was paying six fifty. And Dan, what did you tip? <laughs> uh, I tipped I tipped St. Kilda at the line. Didn't think Against about West it, did Coast. you? Oh, probably not enough. Down and what, down what the, were those odds? Seven ninety nine, did you say? Eight ninety nine. I think it was eight ninety nine or seven. I can't remember. I remember power playing, and it was something ninety nine. Yeah, it was eight hundred and something. So fifty bucks if that one would have got forty four thousand nine hundred and fifty. Mm. That's that's punting, boys. And mug, I was the only game. one who put it on. Vinga, <laughs> <laughs> well, I apologise, mate. Yeah, that's all right. It's not – you know what happens from here, though. Look, do you want to hear my rationale? I didn't think there was any, but yeah. Right. West Coast are statistically the worst team almost ever, right? They've had the most 100-point losses, I think, potentially at this point of the season since fucking the Stone Age. <laughs> they were playing against St. Kilda, who are fighting for the finals position, who I rate – Let's roll West the tape. Coast. Let's roll the tape one, one for one second. No, no, no. That that, this, that is paying seventy one dollars. Yeah. No, I'm gonna. I'm, I'll just. I'll just say it now. But this, and you'll find this funny that I'm going back there, Corbs. But um, I think the Cowboys are going to beat the Tigers by fifty points or more. In beat the, the, the Tigers. Yeah. Mate, I, 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 for the like for the I've been scared of the Cowboys since that one that you threw up, and then. For the past three or four weeks, they have just completely turned around. Yeah, well, I'm going back there, and I probably they've let me down all year. But I think this is redemption for that sixty point loss. Like it, it, it they are primed for it, man. In Townsville, Tigers are fucking struggling, heaps of injuries. Cowboys are starting to hum. They are going to want to get redemption for that loss so bad. They're going to try, yeah, they, like they're actually going to try and put that same score on them. I reckon. This like is full red. This is Red Dead Redemption, <laughs> which is also a cowboy game. And this is the Red Dead Redemption bet. I've got one that you could add into a multi. It's a. It's not a pie warmer, but West Coast boys are pa- playing really bad football at the moment. They're fucked, and the line this weekend St Kilda is fifty-one points. So I'd take St Kilda at the line. 51. What's that, Payne? 
dollar. Oh, dollar ninety. It's the line. Yes, the line. They lost by 170 points last week. Yeah. Yeah. Do, do, do teams in the AFL bounce back much after losses like that? I'd say they will. I'd say they've been under the most heat they've ever been under. But they're, they're fucking shit. 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 You're a young or you're a wanker. Take your fucking choice. So who is your... And you can see there in the tape, I say... Is yeah, it do teams that yeah, yeah. bounce? Do teams usually bounce back after historic losses? Yeah, and I think I said yes. I think I said yes. <laughs> Fucking hell, nigga! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, what have you got for it? You got something for it to redeem yourself this week? Well. Oh, I've got weird bets. I don't want to. Talk, I don't know if I want to talk about them yet. Okay. No. No. Well, we won't talk about them yet. But um, wankers of the week. Now, obviously, you're <laughs> going to be hard, you're going to be hard to top. There's been there's been shit going on, but you're going to be very hard to beat. I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> you should. You, should. Oh, you, know, you know what, Minga? I'll, I'll nominate myself. <laughs> Thank you. Bit of an honourable mention to the three Lords cricket members that got suspended from the incident. Yeah, do you have the, the names? I've got the names. So who would you say? Corbs or cricketers? Yeah, cricket. the, th- the three um, Lord um, Lords member uh, cricket members, sorry, they got suspended. Yeah. So it was um, one of them was Bartholomew Frinton Smythe. They don't hold a candle to me, though. <laughs> the next one was... Near. Did you say that Bartholomew Frinton Smythe? Frinton Smythe. Fuck me. off. The second name was Humphrey Wigbert Porter. Fuck off. And the third one was Quinton Breckinge. Oh. <laughs> wow. Oh, my God. The three biggest toffs walking yeah. the face of the earth. They're an endangered species, those blokes, I reckon. They definitely eat cock. They're like, as useless as the dodo. <laughs> Dead set. <laughs> they're just, mate. They're flightless birds. I've actually, I've actually got a cock. My mate, who's one of our, <laughs> our this mate, he, our, we're here. It's cock. Um, he actually what? sent me a little clip. <laughs> Minga, can we can we edit the clip in later? That he uh, where he mentioned the cocks. Mm-hmm. Are we are we allowed to edit that in? You reckon? Well, from well, his point of view, maybe one, with a disclaimer. One, one bit of it's pretty ruckus. We don't have to, oh. The age of the cock. Yeah. This no, I think a disclaimer. we can. <laughs> well, are you worried about protecting him, Corbs, or the general public? Oh, just the platform. Just the whole, like, <laughs> yeah, getting sued. <laughs> Do you think it's too hectic? It's pretty, like, I loved it, but I was in, thought it was funny, but it's pretty, um... <clears throat> Let it in. I'll bleep out the age of the, of, yeah, okay. right, of the cocks that he says. Yeah, yeah. okay. <laughs> oh, I listen to it. At we'll give like him his time. A. We'll give him his time in the spotlight. Yeah, it's so good. Oh, I don't know. No, I don't know if he wants that time in the spotlight. But I, I, th- I want him to have it. We'll tag him as well. <laughs> Maybe we we'll keep him anonymous. Jeez, he's spot on though. But Dano, what was your thought on the cricket and everything that happened? Because it's like all the talk at the moment, obviously, and. 
sporting I'm fired news. up. Yeah, I'm pretty fired up. Fired up in a good way? Um, fired up in my hatred for the Poms, yeah, which I'm actually happy about because I didn't want I didn't want it to be like a real amicable, you know, friendly series. I wanted a bit of heat and it's perfect. It's brought a little bit of heat for us. Yeah, it shouldn't be amicable. They, they, you know, like Brendan McCullum has been known for being this real sportsman kind of guy when he was playing for them. He was their captain, New Zealand captain. And, you know, I don't know. I just think it's a little bit loserish. What, really the, hypo- worried about, the hypocrisy? They're really worried about their – no, no. So Brendan McCullum, when he was New Zealand captain, was real big on the image, their image, being sporty, you know, being a good bloke and all that sort of stuff. Good on you, Callum, for, for wanting to be a good bloke. But are you a winner? But, Probably not. And and so who did he get out? Was It, it was broad, wasn't it? What's that? What? No. Who, who, who got... Um, are you talking about the Ashes game? It was yeah. Bairstow. Uh, Be- Bairstow, sorry. So Bairstow did that exact thing two hours earlier. He tried to do it. Tried to do it. Yeah. Tried to do it. Yeah. So to do it to it's a common thing in cricket corps. Like the keeper often gets the ball and just like has a little pot shot at the stumps because the yeah. batter might fall out or walk out of their crease, you know, when they play their shot. Yeah. It never it never comes off. Like fucking 19 out of 20, they're going to miss the stumps in the first place. You know what I mean? And then for the guy to be actually out of the crease, that's another do you, thing. Do you know what they can say, though, in their defense when you say, oh, well, you tried it. And I haven't heard a lot coming back from them trying to defend the hypocrisy. But what they could say is, well, we even if it did hit, we wouldn't have uh, – we would have called it back. Gee up. That's what they could say, though. You but, can't really argue that because that's what they're saying to us is like, oh, you you know, you shouldn't have, you should have called it back or whatever they call it. Um, but then what was that uh, that um, Travis Head said? He said when the keeper went to stump him or something like that, that Bearstow went to stump him. He said he yes. said to Bearstow, so, oh, would you would you have taken would you have taken the bails? And he was like, bloody earth, I would, bloody earth, I would. He said, I quickly, I quickly whipped my bat back and questioned Johnny on whether he would have taken the stumps and he said bloody oath I would have and ran off yeah there you go this, this little this little is the wrong word this big fucking redhead well we like redheads but this big idiot do it he's uh, <laughs> he's done it two days earlier is he fucking serious yeah, it's bad. It's all bad. I mean, they're they're, he, they're bringing up things from all of them that have been that have said something about it. Have all got something in their history to that means they can't say shit. Yeah. So Johnny Bestow's had a crack two days earlier. There's footage of him doing this other shit one to a guy where he's keeping up at the stumps and he's waiting for the guy to lift his foot up and he's standing there with the with the ball waiting to clip the bails off and the batter like plays his shot, stands there and then lifts his foot to just move and he flicks them off and they praise it. And then he gets interviewed after the game and they're going, oh, that's such a smart bit of keeping. And he's going, yeah, well, you know, it's in the rules and all that. He's literally saying that. And I don't know how long ago it was, but it's him. <laughs> then you got Baz McCullum, Baz Ball, who's this high and mighty moral fucking guy. He ran out murally, you know, this spinner from Sri Lanka, when 
sang a car and got a hundred. Merely went to go into the middle of the pitch to celebrate with him, like after he'd ran his run or whatever. <laughs> and he fucking ran him out. And that was that was Baz McCullum, the coach, who's the one saying I mean, that's that he worse. would never be with Australia. That's, that's way worse. That's so bad. That is fucked. Go on and congratulate that's you, mate. way worse. That's why you should, like, this is what I don't understand. After you've said all the stuff they've said and then that gets brought up, shouldn't you then be like, oh, yeah, look, maybe I was a bit out of line. You maybe know? I carried on like a fuckwish. Yeah, yeah. Cr- cricket's cricket. This is all within the rules. Yeah. We've I all mean, done I'm something a, like this. Yeah. We've all got skeletons in our closet. <laughs> and then you got Stuart Broad, who's sort of, Public enemy. Oh, he's always been sort of the main villain for England. Do I don't, did you guys watch actually watch it? Yeah. No, I watched the <laughs> I watched the replay. I watched the replay. Oh, you yeah, had that thing on. Yeah, yeah, that thing on. So I was working Stuart early. Broad, I watched the start with you. Remember, we, was, we uh, after we did the last potty, I was there watching it with you, and I was looking. They kept every time they you'd see the crowd in the background, there were all these fucking whitehead toffs. Yeah. Sitting there like fanning themselves with their fucking brochures or something like that. Yeah. I was and I was saying to you, like, what is with this crowd, man? I was like, is that an English cricket crowd? And you were like, yeah. no, the bar, they got the Barmy Army. I was like, I didn't see. This looks like a bunch no, of no. fucking dodo birds so, to me, man. They're not allowed costumes either in there. No, yeah, but that's Lord's like, The Lord's crowd is I don't know. I don't know what a comparison would be. It's for like elitist code. It's elitist. It's not normal. Apparently, it's a bunch that, of elitist. Even... It's a bunch of elitist, flightless birds who are on the verge of extinction. <laughs> That's what it looks like. They don't like usually to me. get into it. They don't usually get into it like that. But do you see them? Th- and it's pretty weird how the players have to walk through that the long room. Yeah, the members you know, there. Yeah. The, the whole thing's really weird. I think I've always found it bizarre. Like they walk through the thing, the weirdos clap them or whatever. They have to sort of squeeze through this little gap, and then they go up the. Well, stairs. they got to walk through a flock of dodos to get to the field. Yeah, to get, to get to their rooms as well, change rooms. Yeah, I do, nigga. Really? Bizarre. It's bizarre. It yeah, is. And, and so but, and so these dodos started trying to trip them. The dodos started squawking. I don't know if they were trying to trip them, but they, they started tripped squawking. Them. Didn't they try and trip them? Probably. I know they went off at Usman. See, that's the worst thing. I think that's the worst thing. It's the worst thing and the best thing about this is that a bunch of fucking dodo birds from the island of Mauritius... Just tried to fucking trip and like abuse these players on their fucking deathbeds. Like what? Did like you- how wild is that? They were so upset about that, even not knowing like that all the hypocrisy at play from their own like team members and their coach carried on like that. Like, and they're just the kind of people that those people are. It's so funny, man. It's one of the did you, funniest. Did you hear them? Did you hear them going, cheats? Cheats. Yeah, yeah. Cheats. chanting <laughs> cheats. That was really funny. They were like, they were yelling it out. You just hear the individual people going cheat, and then another guy go cheat. Oh my god! <laughs> just fucking hell! That is so good, man. <sighs> so good, and because it, you uh, wouldn't get it anywhere else but that oval, right? Well, fuck! I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm glad it's happened. I'm glad all this has happened. Yeah, it's added a bit of fire. Do you know, you know? what this looks so like much. to me? It looks like I know this is like we're like hundred over a hundred years removed from this sort of stuff, but like this sort of contest at that oval and everything that goes on and you look at their supporters and everything like that, it really like just like highlights the fact that we're a penal colony 
and they're a bunch of fucking toffs. <laughs> it's like makes it so it's so clear to see it when you look at it like what's going on there. It's like that's just would never that sort those scenes you couldn't get and those, those people involved. It doesn't happen here. You, well, you couldn't get those sort of people hit like um that sort of members here. You know, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's funny you that we write the, a better script. No, it's fucking hilarious. Like the, yeah, the, their, their team would have got heavily abused from just like you know Bogans, Bogans in the crowd. You know, but that's. Funny. That's sort just of like, like a crowd of Richie Benno <laughs> yeah, impersonators yeah. are like yeah. abusing them while they're going out, and our prime minister is like sculling beers in the crowd. I'd love to know <laughs> what they said. <laughs> oh god, it makes them look so bad. How are those mm, names what? of them? But yeah, they were good names called Bartholomew, How'd you find that? Bartholomew Humphrey, and Quinton. Are they actually <laughs> legit? Yeah, that's the names. That's the, th- the names. Of the three of them. They got charged. I, th- I, th- sound I, think, real. I think they're looking at a life ban, which is, I think, like a huge deal for them. Cause, which is only like 10 more years for them. Yeah, yeah it just doesn't matter. But, yeah. Yeah, it's funny as. Yeah, it's, uh, well, look, I'm glad it happened. The next test starts tomorrow, boys. So, how good's that? You, so, you'd, what, get, you'd be, you'd have a bit on the next one. I'm wrapped. Do you know, can, can I, I'll be meaning to ask you, um, what happens if it's a 5 nil whitewash? Does Basball <laughs> ever rear its head again, or is ba- is Basball just deemed a failure? Well, they won again. Basball won again. Yeah, yeah. I'm aware of how Basball works. Yeah, they, re- they reckon they're two up. <laughs> Believe it or not, <laughs> they're two nil up. Well, they yeah, they definitely won considering the so cheating. So obviously, and stuff. If, obviously, if they win five nil, long live Basball. Mm. Now nah, I don't know what's going on with Basball, Minga. Well, it's a bit. It could be a Basball whitewash, really. It's heading that way. I've got a theory about baseball. Do you want it or yeah. is it too serious? Now, in cricket, there's a real fine line, right, between playing a natural game and playing being tough. And in test matches, obviously it's a test match because it's a five-day match. It's fucking hard. Now, baseball is this attacking approach and it's this game plan, which is pretty rare in cricket to have like a game plan. Usually pe- people play to their strengths. Big arm is full baseball thing, right? So it's like they throw caution into the wind with no consequences because all they say after it is like, we were playing baseball. You know what I mean? Yeah. So they can get away with doing this. They've got a scapegoat. It's a scapegoat. It's a, it's a, it's a real cop out. And Brendan McCullum himself used to bat like that. He, he was like a really attacking batsman. It was fucking super exciting and stuff. But. He used to when he every time he went out, it was like, oh well, that's the way he plays. So there's a time to dig in and be tough, like what Australia have done in the last two games. There's a time to throw caution into the wind, but you can't. I don't, in my opinion, you just can't hide behind the hide behind the old baseball when you're throwing your wicket away and doing stupid stuff, which is what they did do. But so, that's, yeah, that's clearly the whole thing about baseball is that you can't you play baseball and you can't actually lose. Because you've got always got an excuse to fall back on. Well, I guess that's the smartest thing about it. <laughs> invent invent a style that you can't lose with. All right, let's do this. UFC two ninety. The man Alex Volkanovsky versus the other man Yair Rodriguez. Uh, God, and also we got Robert Whitaker on this card. We got Jack Della Maddalena. We got Jimmy Croup. We got a few Aussies on it. 
Dan Hooker, we'll give him a mention as well. A brother from across the pond. Um, this is a great card. Great card. It's a fantastic card. Now, let's roll through a few fights. Uh, we got to speak about Della Maddalena. He's on the prelims. He's not the main prelim. He's the one before it. He was lined up to fight Sean Brady, who your man Bilal knocked out somehow. Dunno. Uh, he's had a replacement fighter, luckily, so, so we still get to see him fight. It's a guy called Josiah Hurrell. Um, he's undefeated, 7-0, and 24 years old. Uh, Sorry, Minga. Uh, my reception's poor, but did you just mention Bilal? <laughs> I did, yeah. Yeah, sweet. Keep going. Uh, so, yeah, we've got... Uh, look, look, it's... Uh, the odds are stacked against this guy that's stepping in. He's a grappler. Uh, he's won most of his fights by um, ground and pound or submissions. So, he's going to be trying to take Jack Della Maddalena down. Um the odds are heavily stacked against this young guy. I think you're getting like a dollar ten for Jack Della Maddalena and seven dollars for this guy. It's his, it's his UFC debut too, by the way, the young fella. But um, yeah, I really wish that he was fighting Sean Brady. So do I. Pretty Far disappointing. Out. I reckon he would have cleaned him up. And the Americans really like Sean Brady too. They really rate him. So I would have loved to have seen them. Fucking there crying after Madeline knocked I, him out. I actually don't mind Sean Brady either, but I think um, Madeline knocks Sean Brady out cold. I think he definitely knocks him out. Knocks him out. I think he knocks him out in round one too. Yeah. But that's not, that's not happening. So the odds aren't out for this. As as you said, Con, it's $1.10. But as soon as those odds are up, he's going to be, what, $1.50 KO? Maybe shorter? It'll be short. It'll be shorter than $1.50, you reckon? Probably, eh? Probably? I reckon $1.50. About $1.50, which I'm going to take every day of the week. He's going to knock him out. <laughs> He's going to have to deal with a lot of takedowns from this guy. Doesn't matter. Josiah Hurrell. Josiah, that's a religious name. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it at all. Josiah. Is it Josiah? Oh, that's Josiah. biblical. Just, um, Josiah. Like the Messiah. Yeah, Josiah. Yeah. It's, I don't know. It's like the, yeah. Sounds pretty Mormon or something. But... um. Yeah, look, I don't know. He's going to have to defend takedowns from this guy. I don't know how good this guy is. but And also, Madalena hasn't really had to defend many takedowns in his UFC career so far. So, I don't know. I think it's an absolute yeah. lock that um, Della locks him, knocks him out. You'd think so. I'm not willing to go anywhere near that at those odds, though. No. Uh We've got Jimmy Crook fighting Alonzo Menafield again, which was a really good back and forth fight. Uh, that do you remember that one? It was a cracker. It was Jimmy Crook's last one. They yeah, that was that Aussie up. card. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that, is that a rematch? Yeah, they're rematching it. Um, That's good because it was a draw. Yeah, yeah, it was a draw. Yeah, yeah. it was good. It was because a really someone good lost fight. a point. I think Menafield lost a point. He remember, was winning. Remember Crute through the first couple of rounds, took a couple of those heavy shots and it gassed him. Oh, I remember it, it thinking it him. should have been stopped. I remember thinking yeah, Crute was getting bashed. Yeah, Crute, he Crute was, was getting bashed. But and then Menafield lost a point. I'm pretty sure there was like an illegal shot or something. And then Crute um, somehow like got his energy back. Like he just was fighting on yeah. pure spirit. Um, I really like Crute. Remember what I was saying about that fight ages ago too was that Menafield's just this ball of muscle. And he was going to be, and Crute was going to have to take him down. 
and it was going to be really hard to keep him down, which is exactly how it played out. Yeah, you you tipped Croot by um submission. Yeah, and he got really close. Really close. Yeah, yeah, that's we're, right. I was, we're like screaming in the first round. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, that was uh, that was crazy. But I think it's the same deal. It's just like it's exactly the same deal. Like I wouldn't be surprised if it goes exactly the same way. Like Croot gets a submission, or it goes to decision, or Croot gets knocked out. Because Menafield's a bit of a beast. Yeah, that's a no, this bet. This um fight's a no bet for me. Yeah, I'd love to see. I'd love it. to see Crute um win, but that Menafield, fuck, he can stand and bang, can't he? Yeah, he's tough. He's a nugget. Stay <laughs> away from that one. He's a nugget, I reckon. Uh, now, Boys, how about how about Robbie Lawler, right? Yeah, he's fighting Nico he, Price. You know how we were talking about um, Jimmy Anderson being forty-one, how like, we're tired and stuff, and we get off the couch and we're stiff. <laughs> Robbie Lawler's – he's having punch jobs. Yeah, he's 41, yeah. He's 41 and he's, he's getting in a cage fighting. Tell you what, though. Robbie Lawler has been fighting all – like he's looking like all of 41. Yeah, but he's still doing it. Yeah, he's a weapon. He's actually a it's, weapon. Rob, Robbie Lawler cool. in his prime was a fucking yeah. – a very, very scary human being. Oh yeah, like people. Do, I don't think many people wanted to fight him. I don't like seeing the old dogs fight. To be honest, he's fighting a guy that's eight years younger than him. He's 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 lost five of his last six. Yeah, I don't like I don't like it. Yeah, and what was of, and what was the one he won? Isn't it Nick Diaz? Yeah, the rest have gone to decision, but haven't they? I think nah, he's been finished and stuff. Has he been knocked out? Yeah, most. I'm pretty sure nearly all. Oh, of them. that's getting a bit sad. All, then all submitted. Yeah, not. Uh, yeah, I, I hope this is a retirement fight, to be honest. Um, but, you know, that'll be interesting for the main prelim. Uh, then we've got... Look, I'm going to go from this one. Is he a chance to win that fight? Huh? Is he a chance to win that fight, especially Lawler. if it's his last fight? He's yeah. a chance to win it because Nico Price fights like an idiot. And he... Like, it, it should just be a brawl. Um, and Lawler's a brawler. Yeah, but I just don't think um, – I just don't think – I think Lawler's just like – he's too old, man. He's got too much damage. Uh, mm. I, I don't know. I, I guess he could win it but because Nico Price is like no stud, but – You wouldn't want Lawler to just keep fighting, hey, because it, it sounds like he's going to be – not sounds like, but he could be, really be one of those like Chris Benoit types, you know, later on in life. You reckon? Like – well, just well, so like much, kill so, his whole family. Yeah, so just well, so much, so much, so much head damage. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. know. I feel like Robbie Lawler carries it pretty well. He apart does. from how he looks in the cage these days. He like can. he, he seems, he seems like, and he always has like one of the nicest, most level-headed guys in sport. For it's, sure, it's crazy because he, because he like. The way he fights and the way he looks, he's a savage. You in think the... you think that he's like a fucking lunatic, but yeah. he's so fucking nice and yeah. such a good bloke. And well spoken. Yeah, exactly. I'm just worried about the knocks to the head. You know, like, yeah. I hope he doesn't kill his family. Oh, same. But you heard it here first. That's a hot take. That's a scoop. Yeah, hot take, Robbie. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. I don't like it. Oh, I don't, I, no I, one I likes really it, especially like the family. <laughs> What do you reckon he's paying? To kill his whole family? Yeah. It's like a $2.90? Oh, cool. Nah, joking. That's spot on. No, that's it's, spot on. That's spot on. I think that's what the odd... Ma- if we were odd makers, I'd probably throw it up at that. 
Oh, really? I thought it would be more around like the $71 mark. Oh, no, it's not that long. Mm. $71 is more attainable than you think, though. Because the odds <laughs> yeah, the true. odds are a bit, uh, as we know, as we know fully well, the odds are a bit deceiving, I reckon. Do you know what? I reckon if the best way to probably punt would be to never look at odds and just pick what you think is going to happen before you look at odds. Because I reckon odds can throw you off. They can throw you deeply off. Especially in these sort of things. I as reckon well. in horse racing the most. No, anything. It's all the same. But horse racing. Oh, sometimes I look at horse races, but if there is a seventy-one dollar, I will just not add them in. I'll add fifties in the quaddies if I really like the horse. You know, it's just one of the fa- you know you know that they're better than that. But a seventy in that. But odds in anything throw you off. If something's up real short and you think the opposition can win, you'll get thrown off that bet. If the other team's like really short or something like that. Generally, odd makers are pretty good, but hey, remember we've spoke about this, with mm. the, especially with lines, except for last week, schooled them with that, but yeah. So let's get into some of these that we might actually be having plays on. Um, so Bo Nickel, his opponent pulled out. He was going to smoke that guy and he's going to smoke this guy too, this Valentine Woodburn. I can't get any Remember odds. we had Bo Nickel before as a, as submission as well, which happened? Yeah, in the first... First round, seconds. it was first round. Yeah, yeah. When we we're on a, we've been on a bit of a heater with the UFC, so listen up. But yeah, the odds for Bo Nickel are going to be short. Like you almost can't bet on it, you, and you he's going to do him. the same thing. He's going to submit this guy in the first round. Um, so yeah, just watch and enjoy that. Uh, I can't find those odds. Nah, nah. Either can I on multiple. It's too short. Yeah, it's too short for them to put it up because it's that short. They can't. They're not even putting it up. They will, but it won't be much for any any of it because. It's another. He his opponent dropped out, and this guy is just going to get smoked. I as think well. it's. I reckon it'll be a dollar twenty by submission. I reckon it'll be that short. Yeah, it'll be real short. A little multi filler. We're not. We're not I think after this, Bo Nickel, when he dismantles this guy, he's going to have to fight someone good. And I look forward to when he fights someone good. Do you know what the fight is that needs to happen? The quicker, the better. Bo Nickel versus Cam's at. Yeah, that's the one. Oh, yep. that'd be a ripper. That is the one because it's a real like. <sighs> You know, they'll they'll play it as this like American hope, you know, as two, like, I reckon two when you see two like dominant wrestlers dominant get wrestlers. matched up like that. <coughs> but like, not just dominant wrestlers, like hectic like ground and pound submission specialists, like just fucking dominant like finishers. It's it's just as exciting for me as like good strikers, I reckon. For sure, because I, they're not gonna but how's Bo Nickel go standing up? We've never seen it. Yeah, I don't think he would be any good at it. But I, I only had four fights. You know how sometimes yeah. they don't. Uh, it like eliminates the ground game when they. Yeah, but I don't think I don't think Bo Nickel would go in there and strike. Neither. I, I think he'd, he'd see still this try crazy the, still try the yeah. exchanges. It'd be so good. I really hope they make that happen soon. Fun, fun, very we can't wait. It. We can't wait much longer for that. <laughs> Come on, that's it's right there. <laughs> what are they doing with Cam's at as well? He's always in the wings, like. You know what I mean? There's I no- thought he was going to fight uh, fucking someone at the top of the middleweight division next. Rob? Yeah, there was chat about that. There was chat about Paulo Costa. Um, I'd love to see him versus Paulo Costa. Yeah, but he'd just smoke him. I would he, see would him he fight. smoke Paulo Costa? Him. Yeah, big time. Would he? Yeah. Costa's a big man, but... Costa's shit, though, dude. Yeah, I know. I know, but he can... He, would he, pump he can him. throw. I'd love to see Cummy versus Rob. Yeah, that would be good. I would love to see that. Because I think, I think, I think Rob, Rob could him, beat him. I think Rob beats him. 
It'd be interesting. I don't think Cummy keeps him down. Like, like, I think Rob could beat him. Rob, Rob's never been able to be. Rob's never been able to be kept down for a lot of a fight ever. In by Romero and that Romero, like Olympic, huge man, you know, Olympic wrestler. He never. He doesn't wrestle though. Nah, but he 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 can wrestle. Very he's never well. fought anybody that wrestles like comes up. Not in that division. I think Rob beats him. Bit of pride speaking, but you know. Well, let's go to that fight. Let's go to Rob Whitaker versus this Drickus Duplessis. Now, worst name, worst name in the UFC, Drickus Duplessis, worst name in the UFC. <laughs> what worse than um, who's the other guy? Bukakis. Bukakis? Bukakis is good. Oh, Bukakis is a great name. Yeah, sorry. sorry. So, Drickus Duplessis has the worst name in the UFC. Yeah. I don't mind it. <laughs> that's, his, that's his nickname. Yeah. Drickus Drickus, is fucking Harry Potter shit, man. Honestly, Mate, that's, a, that's the sickest nickname ever. Can you imagine Bruce calling him out? Drickus, the, the worst name in the UFC. Drickus, no, it'd be Drickus, the worst guy name in the UFC, Duplicy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, sick. that is a sick name. What's there to really say about this, but he's going to get fucking smoked. I'm surprised at the odds. That's that's the shoo-in of the week. Oh, yeah. What's the odds? Oh, dollar twenty. $1.26. I'm surprised at those odds. I'm surprised at those odds too. $1.26. I reckon Rob should be a dollar ten. Yeah, so this is one this is actually one that I wanted to have a little bet on. And it's not big and it's no sure thing, but there's Robert Whitaker's paying fourteen dollars for its submission. Oh, and that is just so juicy. It's worth having money on. Because Whitaker's got good um jujitsu. He just doesn't ever use it. But if what does Drickus what does Drickus like to do, Minga? Uh Brawl. Try and finish fights. Quickly. Quickly and then gas out and was then it just Drickus fucking and, stumble was it around. That, yeah. Who did he fight recently, Minga? And I think I Derek ran you Brunson. That was fucked. Yeah, so was his fight <laughs> against D- Darren Till. That was, was one both. of the worst things I've ever da- seen, man. Darren Till with a blown ACL? Nah, Brunson and the worst name in the UFC. Yeah, that, that was, yeah, it was bad. A bit like that. drunk uncles sort yeah. of set up. But what were you saying his coach came to... The worst name in the UFC. Oh, yeah. So his coach came out and said. So his coach came out and basically said, all right, I'm not here for, you know, I usually don't comment on all this stuff, but Drickus has been, um, <laughs> everyone talks about, everyone talks about Drickus's gas tank. Um, and he's like, listen, Drickus has been fighting with 8% only oxygen intake <laughs> through, his, through his nose, uh, which isn't a thing he was meant to get fixed. But um, when, uh, you know, a while ago before we joined the UFC, when we got asked to join the UFC, of course we accepted because, uh, you know, you don't say no to, to Dana White. Um, yeah, so essentially Drickus has been walking around with, with it strapped to an oxygen tank. And then he, so he, and then he kept, and then he kept saying, as I read 8%. the whole thing out to Connie, this big long statement, he, as he, um, he, then he's like, so um, Izzy, like um, you watch out with your fucking one dimensional style because our boy's been, fighting on 8% oxygen the whole time. So he's like, he's fucked his whole thing saying like, he's only getting 8% oxygen to his, through his nose. Now he's saying he's only getting 8% oxygen total, which means you're full-blown emphysema and lung failure. 
Um, <laughs> and he's like, now the, the thing's been fixed. We'll, we'll fucking we'll take the belt off you in August and then we'll fight you in South Africa again after it if you're still around, you bloody pussy, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, we're reading it going, mate, you're never getting through Rob. Like, no, because that's such a cop-out because st- Justin Gage has had that same na- nasal issues pretty much his whole UFC career and he's got one of the best gas tanks in the that's UFC. A classic, that's a classic excuse, isn't it's it? It's such a cop-out, man. He can't, like, he can't breathe. Can't breathe through my nose. So it's not because you can watch the fights and you see what happens. He goes for the finish like re- real early and just blows his load, and then he's fucking gassed. It's like that's it's not that. It's just he's fighting dumb. He's fighting style. Yeah, and like look at Jack Della. How much oxygen you reckon he's getting? Yeah, through that he's snores? getting fucking six, five or six percent. <laughs> I reckon. I reckon he's pure mouth breather. Yeah. Jack Della. He has to be. Yeah. With that snores. That thing's a chicane. <laughs> or Jack, Jack Malabadala. Yeah. Malabadala's nose is a sh- fucking chicane. Dude. It is a full oh, chicane. Yeah. It's one of the worst I've ever seen. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're That's road, such a lot of road shit. Works. But yeah, look, my tip for this, and it's just, I just think you need to have money on this because the odds are just ridiculous. Like if, if um, worst name of the UFC, Duplessis, if he gets... Gonna, I'm going to put gasses, some money on this right now. If he gets gassed, which There's will. a chance Whitaker just jumps on his neck at some point. Like if he just can't, if he like, I'm sure Rob would rather and, put him away. And as punches, we know, Drickus, Drickus, if they take it to the ground, Drickus try, like fancies himself a little bit on the ground. He's terrible. He's terrible, as we saw. And um, and I fucking love that con. Yeah, con, con all, said it to me before, and I couldn't. All it needs is Rob to just see it and just go for it. Like yeah, and, can, at fourteen dollars, that's God, that's worth a bit of money. Can the it worst. Is. Can the worst name in the UFC wrestle? Um, Fuck no. Like, yeah, if you watch his fights, when he gets to the ground, he tries to, but it's like gas flailing. Yeah. So he's a striker. He's a striker. No, he's he's just uh, he's just like a freestyle fighter. He doesn't excel in like any one in any one sort of like um you know. Yeah, I heard Rob saying that. I heard Rob saying. What did Rob say? Anyone discipline? He does. Yeah, he doesn't excel in any of it. Like, um, mate, he's just and at and at this level, like, short sure, compared to the common man, sure, he's really good. Uh, when you're talking about this level, he's fucking shit. Oh, I, I, I so can't shit. even believe he's getting this fight, man. I just don't understand it. I just wish oh, Rob was, but I'm glad it's juicy happening. So I could put like five grand on Rob. Rob for a round one KO. Is five eighty. Yeah, the short. That's the, what I said to Connor. I said the shortest odds on this is just Rob by KO two dollars thirty. I just don't. I just think Rob just like he's too much of a technician. I think he wins go, by points and embarrasses him. Lean on that. Yeah, you're just not getting much for it. Yeah, I know. I'm with you. Like I, I'm definitely having a sneaky on the submission. Those odds are way too juicy to ignore. Fourteen dollars. And I got another one in the uh, in the next fight. Uh, Moreno versus Alex Pantoja. Now, these guys have fought twice before. Now, Miranda, most people would just know him as the current champion, his uh, trilogy with Figueredo. One of the nicest guys in the UFC. Legendary bloke. Um, and just, he's, got a lovable, and a, he's got a lovable smile. Oh, he's, ama- he's, he's amazing. He's a great person. And, just, and a gr- an amazing fighter too. Um, Pantoja has beaten him twice. Uh, he First time by rear naked choke, second time on points. 
Um, Pantoja has wins in his last few fights off uh, over guys in the top of that division. Um, his last two were by rear naked choke as well, which is what he finished Moreno with. Now, I was just looking at these odds for this and I couldn't believe, considering everything I've just said, that you can get $6 for Pantoja to win by submission oh, again. Minga. It's just, that's just crazy. I'm, get, I'm, get, I'm getting on it. I'm getting on it with Rob for submission too. I think and you as should. A, as a two-leg multi, it's paying $84. Thanks for coming. <laughs> I'm think... not missing this. I'm doing this now. I'm doing it now too. I've, I've already deposited. Look, this is not, these are nowhere near sure things, but I, this is just, it's so hard to find value in the UFC sometimes. And when I see stuff like this, I'm like, there's no way you can't have a bit of money on that. Yeah, you found it's it. Over the I think you just found some value. Definitely. It's over I've the put odds. Five bucks, five bucks on that with a power play, and it's paying $465. Oh, mate, you should have. Have you, you haven't placed it yet, have you? No, I haven't placed it. Oh, good. We've got a few more for you later. Yeah, but do I want to just stop here? No. No. Well, is this multi going to be this big? i got something else I'm going to put money on in the next uh, one that you're not going to like. All right, give it to me. Oh, don't, I don't. Look, this is just straight up disrespect, <laughs> this next bet. Is it going to be your year Rodriguez knockout? Okay, uh, <laughs> yep. Yes, yes. No, no, no. Listen, no, no. I don't mind that. No, no, hear me out. Oh, I, this, it's just another this, one of these things. It's not a, the only one. It's another one of these things. I don't mind it either, Minga. It's the only way you can beat Volk. I think it is too. Uh, like it's, I, I it's agree. Just, it's the only way you can beat him. It's the only him, way you can beat him, and it's over the odds. Like him, 625 for Yair to win by a knockout, it's another one that's over the odds. Just those three things when you see it, because these cards, nothing else has any value. If you're going to bet on them, you might as well. $610. But, you know, you can have a little money on that, and then if Volk loses, it just fucking... You know, eases the pain a little bit. Five bucks, you get three grand. But we don't want we don't want that to happen. We don't want this to happen. I'm if, just saying if, that's a, I'm just saying that's over the odds, and I'll be putting something. If, on If it. you guys want to lose your money, that's fine. All I know oh, is Volkanovski nah. is going from strength to strength each fight. Is Lamb the unbeatable, bloody lightweight, and uh, Volk steps up and takes him the five rounds and. Some people questionably reckons it was a draw. You know, I don't think Islam won, you know, because of control time, whatever. But anyways, and uh, he's evolving every fight he did with Max. He's going to do it again. And he's going to, I think he's going to have a game plan for Yeah that, you know, I think, just, I think Yeah's his most tricky fight that he's fought. Um, besides Islam, obviously, but I fucking yeah, think Volkanovski right. wins by um, points. I think you're right. I think it, it is his hardest fight to date. Considering I'll have how your year has got now, it's his hardest Yair, fight to date in this division. Jet. He's so good. And he's probably he's so my favourite fighter to watch, mm. to be honest, out of ever, anyone in the UFC. Volk is close to my favourite person in the UFC. i got to say, though, if you, took out the, if you took out the fact that Volk's an Australian and we love him and he's a fucking champion and he's a great bloke, his style of fighting is nowhere near as exciting as Yair's. And if you talk, if that if Volk was an Australian and you were like, oh, who do you want to watch but, out of these but, two but guys? Volk's never had a boring fight. 
don't know. You don't reckon? Oh, yeah. Which one? Like all of them on the way to the title. You reckon? Most yeah. of those ones? I, feel, I thought so. But he's evolved every one. He, yeah, he definitely has. But, um, and his yeah, Holloway fights, his Holloway fights were amazing. Moments. His Ortega one was great. Um, like when he got there to the top, his, his fights just, you know, it went through rocketed. Ruth. But uh, on the way there, it was very much like points fighting. Of course. Like super skilled Safe. and amazing. But Safe like fighting. The way he beat like all those guys on the way up. But like very much. Yeah, maybe he was just like. Safe fighting. Yeah, just like maybe he was in second gear. This point, you know? That's what I mean. He <laughs> hadn't reached full potential yet. Which is crazy. He's kind of what it looks like, hey. I think Volk is uh, in the top five greatest of all time fighters. I think so too. Ever. Definitely. Especially if he beats this guy. I, 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 I'll tell you what I worry about. I feel like he is striking. He's so creative. And I think that's, to me, that's the only thing that can beat Volk full stop. Like, no one is Islam can't even out muscle him in the on the yeah, ground. Yeah, like Max couldn't outstrike him, but Max is just sort of volume. And I feel like yeah, he is weird ass kicks and elbows and stuff. It's like the most likely chance of Volk losing is to get clipped by something, and this guy is the most likely person to clip him. I think. I completely agree, Nano. Actually, I agree. Yeah, yeah, is the. Most interesting fighter I've ever watched in the UFC. His strike. And, and I also think, I also slightly worry about Volk's chin. I don't know, he hasn't, he got knocked out 15 years ago once. And but he, got, he, got, he nearly got, yeah, he by got, the he crane got, driver. And he got heavily wobbled in um, a Max Holloway fight. Yeah, I just don't like the way he sometimes, I feel like he does sometimes wobble a little bit. Even Islam sort of half dropped him. Like, I just think. Oh, yeah, Islam hit him with that left, didn't he? Yeah, I'm slightly worried about Volk's chin. Slightly. I don't worry about his chin, personally, but I think you're right. There has been moments where he's been caught. You're absolutely right, man. Like, this is is dangerous. This is very dangerous. I'm way more worried about this than the Max fight. His coach said it. Um, Volk's coach and Izzy's coach. He said this is way tougher preparation than it was for Islam. He said, Islam, we knew exactly what to train for. All we trained for, we knew what Islam was going to do, take it to the ground. He said, we trained a whole game plan for it. When we're on our feet, we know what to do. We know how quick Volk is on the feet. He said, all we knew that he was going to be on the ground, so we had to train gas tank and train, um, you know, exits and how to get out, how to get off the ground quickly and how to get out of certain positions. We just trained constantly in that and how to, you know, but and they said Yair is so elusive, um, and you have no idea what he's throwing when he's throwing. It's like you, he doesn't. Sometimes they even question if he knows what he's throwing. Yair, you know. Do you know what makes? And I also, Volk, I also. So do you know? Do you know what makes Volk the best? Is that everybody does that? What you just said when they got to fight someone like Islam, like they all have to train those things. It's like you're stupid if you don't like. You have to train your gas tank. You have to train your, your wrestling. wrestling and yeah. like getting up from bad positions and that. Risk control, He's yeah. the only person that you see do it and adapt and it perfectly every single time. Yeah, It's like that doesn't happen. Like he's just he's, got the biggest dog in him I've ever yeah. seen. Out of any fighter, I reckon. Volk has the – and he's always said it. He's like, you've never seen anyone like me. I'm the biggest, 
biggest dog in me, you know. He's like, people say I'm short, you know. He's like, but I've yeah. got the biggest dog you've ever seen in me. I'm like, fuck you, dude. You've got a fucking oh, he's such you've a got dog. full, dog full fucking big dog, dog in you. He's got a big fucking, fucking big old dog found. Big wolfie. Oh, he's the best bloke. And <laughs> and the thing is, like, so what to what he's got to train for this is to take your ear down and control him and just wear him out and ground and pound him. You think he's not going to standing with him is probably not a good idea for five rounds. I don't think either. Not for five. Yeah. So, like, you think... I agree. You think he surely does that. He's got to mix everything up, I think. Stand up, take him to the ground, get him against the fence. I honestly reckon that, like, you're going to have two two bets on this. I'm Obviously, so we want Volk to win. It. Go Volk points or Yair by knockout. Yeah, I'll hedge it, but I can't add the Yair knockout into that, into that multi for myself. Because I think those first two at 14 and... That you named Con, mm. I think they're way more likely, even way you know, at ruckus odds. So then I'll add, I'll probably just leave the Volcon out of that multi. You know, you know what argument I can't really cop with the Volk argument. People that are being a little bit blase about the fight is the fact that Max beat Yaya and then Volk beat Max. It's like kind of different because Max's chin is the greatest chin that's ever lived. Granite. And yeah, but Yaya had it, two years off for that. And it went too. but it went yeah, and it went five rounds and and Max Max's volume is like, you know, yeah, but yeah, not. Yeah, Yaya beats Max now, I reckon like would be good. Yeah, I think he beats Max now, you know? Yeah, he probably does. He yeah, he yeah. was off he was off a big layoff before that fight and he fought really well. But you can't it's weird. You kinda can't I don't know. It's just a different fight. Oh, Con, um, that's what we were talking about before with Yair and John Jones. So John, Yair was like, they were interviewing him and this is when he had, like before he got fight of the night, like a fair, a fair few fights ago, obviously, um, on his rise, on the start of his rise. And he had only 60 bucks in his bank account when he got there, or 120 or something real. It was under 150. It was real low. And he said, I came to this fight today with 120 in my bank account and he got fight of the night. So he got 50 grand. And um, he was like crying backstage when he was getting interviewed. It was like really, like, you're listening oh. to him going, and he's like, man, I'm like, you know, it doesn't come from anything and blah, blah, blah. And he's wearing his cowboy hat. And then um, it, it, I was just watching this whole, like this this piece together thing on Yayi, you know. This is probably like six months ago I was watching it. And he said um, when he was first up and coming, he was training in this gym and John Jones was training there. And John Jones came over and was like, man, your style is like ridiculous I think yeah. you're going to be like where are you fighting well and he's like oh I've actually just got a contract in the UFC and they're going to yeah yeah tells this story and he's like um he's got great respect for John Jones because John Jones said I'm, I, like your fighting style is like ama- amazing me in this gym right wow. now and he said and he said I think you're going to like go extremely far in the UFC and maybe be one That's of the, the be- ultimate maybe compliment. one of the be the best in your division and yeah yeah said like that just like that was one of the, like the thing is it was a huge Thing from you know John Jones best ever, and um, he said it like drove him as well. He was like fuck, like if this guy thinks I'm good, like, but yeah, yeah. It was just interesting listening to that come from John. Jones. Where'd you where'd you watch that calls? Ah uh, fuck, it was on a um. Oh, I'll send you the thing. It would have been I, w- I would have saved it actually. It would have been either on YouTube or Facebook, but I'm pretty I'm pretty sure it was on YouTube. Um, mate, it's fucking awesome. Hey, he's he's a very humble guy. Yeah, yeah, and um. I love him. 
Yeah, Volk's not and talking any smack about him, you know. That's I love sure. him and I love Volk. And I, I want Volk to win. Let's not get it twisted. But, yeah, this is going to be good. All right, let's talk NRL. Let's do it. What a let's, week. Let's get down to business here. What a week. Raining what points. a fucking week. I don't think... Um, a set what I tipped a seventy one dollar winner. You tipped a six fifty winner in the NRL. Just I don't know. We don't get enough praise. That, well, especially That's the seven, the seventy one dollar thing. Just that is just a standout tip. And just the confidence I spoke about it with, you know. And it was more. It was way more. It was more than that line. They covered the line easy. Yeah, they had the line. At half time, I think, didn't they? I just think, yeah, they did. I just think I really nailed the narrative, you know? Yeah. It was like, because it's one of the, in, I think most games like that, the t- because of that 60-point loss they had to, to the them. Tigers previously, they're not going to want to stop. They're not going to pull players off. They weren't going to be like, oh, okay, we've, we're fucking 50 points up at half time. We don't have to keep going. But they wanted to keep going. Like, they wanted they to make humming. a statement. They've it been was, humming as well. It was obvious. That. Like, it was so obvious. But I jumped on that Tuesday night and saw that $71. And I was just like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. I just could not believe it. <laughs> I was kicking myself so hard for not um, getting on it at 70. Because remember, it dropped quite significantly yeah. i think before that remember I think when we looked at it the next night it was down to 60 and then before the game it was like at 40s or 50s yeah which is still outrageous but i chucked that same game on which i won by half time as well which was then minus 30 like that was the mm-hmm. highest you could not highest but one of the higher ones you can get or minus that was a safe bet that was this absolutely sure thing there was that there was um what's his uh valentine holmes to score um origin winger what's his name to a luggy. To a luggy to score and um, drinky to score. Is that all you had and you got that much? I had those three and minus 30. And it was, and, and it was um, all done by half time. They'd all score by half time. <laughs> <laughs> I was shearing. How good is it when your same game multis just wrapped by half time? And you I got a negative so 30 stuffed. line. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. And they were up 50 points. Wow. Yeah, that was just a glorious week. I was thinking um, after when all that happened because the Thursday night – no, mm. no, the, f- the Friday night, right, was your bet. No, it was the Thursday night. Uh, mine was Thursday. Yours was yeah, the yeah. Cowboys were on Friday. And yeah, I was thinking it's, it's probably this time of year, and this is something to note, it's probably this time of year where these teams, like the Tigers and the Dragons, start to really drop off. Do you know what I mean? They can't make the finals – they're fucked, and then you've got they're playing these teams that are in finals contention that are starting to hum. And it's Cowboys, like, Cowboys are humming the yeah, last four. We weeks. need to write that down. Round eighteen could be the time to start picking these About, fifty point losses. Yeah, seven to eight games before the finals. Yeah, it's. A, I think it happens because I think last year I was throwing on fifty point wins like Roosters Tigers last year. I got one floggings. The floggings. Yeah, I got like around forty now. bucks for that. It's when the flogging start to happen. It's when the pants start to unbuckle. Yeah, it's when the the top button, the belt has completely broken loose, and the top button, the fat has cats just, start to fucking the, feast. The top, the top button is just popped, mm. and there's just about to be. It's just about to be. A pantsing. Yeah, the Queenslanders are ready for a feast. The Queenslanders are licking their lips. We've, like, lifted 
a lot of our players have lifted since playing Origin too, which is weird. The only um, negative since Origin is that is the Broncos every year they always go into a bit of it, and a bit. I can't just say it's just the Origin thing this year. Reece, the Reese Walsh thing on the weekend that we were sorely missing him, as it was evident. Yeah, our attack. It was a terrible game to watch. Actually, I thought not terrible. Just the second half was I fucking was there terrible. First half, Gabba. first half was good, mm. good to watch. Um, but yeah, it's funny. I thought I thought um, the Dolphins were always going to put up a fight. Of course, I think they're always going to be our like bit of a you know like mm. Cowboys Broncos. Yeah, it's Broncos, good. It's a Dolphins. good little. It's already a good little rivalry for sure. They've they've put up two good games against us in that derby. For Brisbane, I enjoy it because I don't mind the Dolphins. I was there. I was at the game with um, Tish, and it was weird because the Gabba. We were cheering for both teams, and we love Hammer. Like everyone loves Hammer, mm. so we were like, kind of when Hammer would do something. We love SOS too, Sean O'Sullivan. I was actually saying to Tish, like, if I was in charge of the music at the game, whenever SOS kicked like a conversion. I'd play like Rhiannon SOS over the speakers like every time. <laughs> and then I, S-O-S. Yeah, yeah. Is that, is that Rihanna? Pretty sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, true. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure it is Rihanna. Either way, you'd have that pumping. It's it's just a no-brainer, right? Why do they not do that? But yeah, it was it was weird because we were sitting there going for the and when it came down to it, to I wanted Hammer the Broncos time. to win. Um, oh. When Hammer scores, <laughs> MC Hammer every single time. No, why can't, not, can't touch this. Sorry. Yeah. Why, <laughs> yeah. Why are they not doing it? Yeah, you just go stop. Hammer time. Can't touch it. <laughs> <laughs> why are they not doing that? I don't know. They need people in control who are in touch mm. with this sort of stuff. I guess. And look, I would say going for both teams enjoying like when both teams do something well in the field is probably not as enjoyable as when you really want one team to lose and you're going for the Broncos, but it was fun. Yeah. But then when they were getting, you know, when they had the lead towards the end, I was like, oh, all right, Broncos score now. I felt like we were never going to lose that game. Come on, Cobbo. Me either. Like if we fucking lose here, it'd be a disgrace because we lost the week before to the Titans. We lost Titans and then Dolphins. We've almost completely fucked our finals. There's a lot of shit house calls in that game. What about the fucking chick in the bunker? Is it, has her name Casey Badger? Maybe. Yeah, is I think it, it is. Yeah. Um. Now, I I think she makes some fucking terrible calls from the bunker. What call was it that you? The obstruction one when it was to get us back in the lead. The Broncos first time. Oh yeah, yeah. And yeah. then there was mo- there was numerous others in that same game. And then she did another game. It was Titans Raiders on the weekend, and she disallowed for feet of that try. Yeah, right. Do you remember that? D- no, J- Jamal Fogarty stopped. Watched, I only watched the highlights of that. Yeah, game. so Fogarty stopped when the grubber went through, and Fafita was chasing it. He stopped, turned his back to block Fafita, and then Fafita had to like push him a little bit and climb over him on his run. Completely like. Play on, didn't even Completely like legal. make a pushing yeah. motion, and she called it back and said Fafita had pushed him out of the way and disallowed it, and everyone was just like, "What the fuck have we just watched?" If you're competing for a ball, you can, you know, and you go for the ball. And Fogarty wasn't competing for it. If anything, 
it was a escort, to be yeah. honest. <laughs> like, yeah, anything should go the other way. Yeah. And I just, t- when you have the bunker and you have shit like that happen, how does it make any sense to have that shit in place? It's it's there to not allow that shit to happen. But what I've been watching recently is it's been like Casey Badger has been doing these fucking ridiculous calls that don't make any sense. Everybody can watch what's going on. Everybody in the country that's watching the game can clearly see what's going on, but you're calling it different to how everybody else is seeing it. How does that fucking work? Do you um do you remember as well? And this is staying on the same topic. Do you remember as well um when the, the Dolphins had the ball, and uh, clearly, went, I think it was Tessie New clearly went out, then popped, oh, yeah. popped the ball yeah back in. That was a mad it, scramble, and then a scramble on the line. And Reynolds is staring at the touchy, <laughs> yeah, like going yeah. he fucking went out like his ass is on the line, and he got the yeah. ball and popped it back in. Um, and they had to challenge it, I think. S- no, they couldn't challenge it. They, um, the ball just played on, and they had to keep running with the. They had to keep running with that play. But um, do you think the bunker and the touchies need to be made irrelevant and just be put as like AI? Yeah, because where the ball gets kicked out now, there's camera angles everywhere. Mm. That the touch that the if the ball's kicked out, the touch judge doesn't need to decide where the ball went out and run and think where he thinks the ball went out. Do you think maybe like an AI drone or the something? The cameras can now say exactly that's where the ball yep. left and went out the field. And as soon as someone touches that line, the cameras and, and uh, you know, yeah, technology yeah. nowadays no, can I, say they are 100% out. And it just, a thing goes up on the sideline. It's like yep. they're out. I think you're right. I think they need to be a drone, an artificial intelligence drone. I don't want to do people it's out no, of jobs. And no, but, no, but they're doing themselves out of jobs. They're just fucking they, retarded they, Corbs, they have done themselves out of jobs, as far as I'm concerned. Casey Badger, now I don't know whether is whether she identifies as a bloke or a woman. And matter of fact, I don't care. What really matters is you're not fucking seeing what the rest of the fucking country is seeing when you look at yeah, that Yeah, you're stuff. not calling it. By the yeah. rules as well. Yeah. Anyways, it's... um. So we can replace her with a robot. Yeah, replace her with And we would 100% get a better deal. With AI. Surely. Get Elon onto it. Mate, you can't... If Elon, if Elon can put down his dick, some dick that he's feasting on for a minute, and sort this out, forward pass technology, sideline technology, everything, we can... It's... It, I think it might as well. Be a weekend job for him. You know, if we're gonna if we're gonna look into this stuff like we do for two minutes every time something happens with the bunker, why don't we just fucking do it properly? It just doesn't make sense. Agreed. Yeah, there's so many calls that go to the bunker now where everyone's like, "Oh, sweet, that was touched," and then they're like, "Eh, "Clearly, wasn't touched by such and such," and everyone's like, "Wait on!" You hear the whole crowd scream, like, "We're fucking watching the same thing you are." Yeah, yeah, it's wild. It's so hard to comprehend when that happens. And the thing that I think adds to why this, it shouldn't be allowed to happen, that's the whole reason why we're looking at replays, is because when you think about like online gambling these days and how much money you think people, if you add it all up across the country, I'm not talking about just single big bets from anybody, but just the whole of money added up on games, to stuff, for example, like David Fafita scoring that try, that is a lot of money getting stripped away from people who are betting on this game for something that should never be fucking taken away. 
Like it's like you're turning over a decision that does not need to be touched. It's like the you, was the try awarded originally? Yeah, oh, it yeah, was okay. a try. Yeah, I missed the whole game. I missed that whole it game. Watch so the next one. So clearly a try. It's just like, and then it just got taken away. I think you got to think about that. Like you got to think about it. Like obviously the punter gets overlooked, but the punter, <laughs> the punter, always, the punter is shit. As far as everybody else is concerned. Yeah, no one cares about the punter. Nobody gives a shit about the punter. The punter doesn't care about the punter. <laughs> it's wrong. But the, the punter hates the other punter a yeah. lot of the time. Yes. <laughs> the punter doesn't want to hear how well the other punter's done unless he was on the punt himself. Yeah. Unless that said punter's done well. Do you, do, do you get annoyed when um, your friends are on like a hot streak and they just keep sending you slips and, you just, and you're just betting on stuff that's losing? Um, no, uh, no, I don't get it. Like, I, I, I do get annoyed when it gets to a point where they're, um, that some people get a little bit like cocky with it, you know? Like, That's <laughs> what happens, fast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're like, I'm like, fucking hell, bit of a shit day. And they're like, yeah, I just won 900, nine, I just won like three grand. I'm like, oh, did you? And, you're, I'm, like, and I'm still going. I'm like, oh, good on you, good on you. I'm like, what are you doing next? And then they don't reply. They're like, oh, go on a and then you're like, And then you're like, oh, I'm, I'm going to go, I might have a little go at this. And they've seen your message and don't write back. And then they write, you, you you do what you think. And then you're like, fuck. And they're like, oh, I was, on, I was actually did this. And you're like. And I want another 500. Why the fuck did yeah. you tell me? And you're just like, oh. And then you're like, oh, I've just fucking had a multi. Sorry, mate. It was just a bit of late mail from the owners. <laughs> <laughs> I've just had a multi on. Same game multi and it's lost and they're like, oh, I've just backed every favourite at Toowoomba over the eight race card and I've uh, made another two grand. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sweet. Can I have 50 bucks? <laughs> Can you, and you know, that should, that's actually what, that should be common courtesy. If you're going to flash your slips all the time, which flash we're all guilty of, and you're going to flash your cash, you, you should gonna, swing a few 50s to the boys that are struggling. If you're going to pop your f- slippies out, you should be swinging fifties. Swing those fifties. Yeah, that should be a that should be a rule. I reckon it should be a law. Especially to otherwise, you. stay quiet and shut up. Yeah, stay quiet and say I didn't do too bad. <laughs> I've had an okay day. <laughs> now, yeah. con this weekend, we we're just talking about drubbings last weekend, and what a weekend it was. After looking at multiple people's bet slips. Across the internet. A few slips getting around on the weekend. Oh, slips are out. I was getting real cocky. Oh, yeah. I probably owe a few people some 50s after <laughs> the weekend, to be honest. How about the drubbings and this weekend? We're looking like a similar matchup. It's the only one. I re- it's the only match I really want to touch on, really, like as in going to. Uh, the Sharks versus the West Tigers tomorrow night. Yep. That's the obvious one, isn't it? Yeah, very obvious. Sharks, full-strength team. Uh, I don't think anyone's missing from the Sharks for origin. No, no one, one. No one. Is it, is, it, is, it, is it wrong that I'm a little bit worried? No. Oh, yes, it's wrong. <laughs> yes, that's <laughs> okay, a bit good. wrong. Okay, good. I needed to hear that. So, do you want to know why? Yes. The Tigers have lost David Nofaluma. Okay. They've lost Brent Naden as well. Okay. He's out. Yeah. Not huge losses, but they are losses because they're their starting players. Not for yep. is a loss. So they've lost they've lost um Twile. Alex Twile. Mm, mm. He's out as well. Um 
I know these things, you know, you sh- it's sometimes a bit funny to back these things to, you know, two weekends in a row that another big one's going to happen. But they're also playing um, Dane Laurie at six, which they did. They did that they? last week too, didn't they? Are I don't know. They? I didn't really notice any Tigers doing anything, but I think they did. Yeah. Yeah, Laurie's at six. Who's So who's Tom, running at him? Tommy Talau is the centre. Who's running at Laurie, dude? Who's in the second row running at Laurie? Oh, you'll have so many people that's running pie, at Laurie. You'll have time. so many people running at him. I just wonder if it's Nicker or it's um, Teague Wilton's side. Teague Wilton will be running at him too. Yeah, really? Mate, I actually, in my own personal same game multi, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be putting Teague in for a, for a try. I'm probably going to put that whole... Uh, left it left side in. I'm probably going to put Wilton, Talakai, and Mulatalo in. Oh uh, well, Nakora is left side. I'm nearly positive. So Nakora is an absolute no, no, try scorer. No, as their well. left is Mulatalo, Talakai, and Wilton. Oh, this is backwards then because Nakora's on the other side. It's yeah, it's Mulatalo. Who did you say then? Moylan, Talakai, and Wilton. Yeah, Talakai, and it's got Nakora on the other side. Unless this is this is always oh, no, wrong. No, 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 no. That's that's the that's their left. I'm well, certain I'm, of it. I'm just Nakora's been scoring a heap of tries as well. If um, they've got Laurie there in the defensive line, I'm all about that. I just think this is gonna be another I don't wanna say fifty, but I'm I I, I confidently wanna say this is gonna be minimum thirty six points. Do you know if this was at um Shark Park I'd be going 50. So would I. I would. 50 at Shark. Yeah. Easily. Full Shark fans. Mm. Get them real scared. What did you say a, a, a group of Sharks is called? A shiver. A shiver. Well, I'll tell you what, they'll be shivering. Mm. If it was Shark Park, the shiver would be in full flight, I reckon. I reckon 50. But this could still be. You just don't know. The thing is, the, but the thing that scares me about these com- is like West Coast and St. Kilda last week where Dano fucked us. <laughs> Wanker of the week, by the way, oh, potentially the year, <laughs> and uh, you know they were coming off a historic loss, and they came back and nearly won. Now I don't think the Tigers are going to nearly win, but like, what does that do? Like, does that make you want to have to tackle for eighty minutes? I don't know. I d- you, I think like sometimes you do see him bounce back. You know from those sort of things because they respond with a bit more stronger defence. But as we've known all year, the Sharks don't perform well against top four teams, but they absolutely bully any of the teams at the bottom of the table. They bully them. Yeah. And I think we can hang our hat on just how well the structured and stuff they are in attack. Like how when they put their attack together, which they do, like you're saying, against these shit teams. Oh, they, they smash them. They smash yeah. them by minimum 30 every time. Yeah. They um, really do a number on them, don't they? Should we just... Do we want to go into what our punt of the week is? Yeah. Well, hang on. Let's just roll we'll through these other games we'll real going. quick. There's another um, one with me with because the really game, like. Because the next game, Friday, really like. yeah, is St. George and Canberra. And I think this is the next one where we can mm. probably see a bit of a score put on because you got no Ben Hunt, no Sloan. Uh, the Dragons in a bit of a shambles. Raiders lose Horsburgh. Keep the rest of the squad. Um, it'd be weird if they didn't put a score on them, right? The, the only thing that worries me about the Raiders, Raiders are known to put a score on 
first half and then yeah. get complacent second half. Yeah. But as you just stated, no Ben Hunt or, or already a big out, but they've performed okay. I'm not going to say well, but okay without Ben Hunt, but Sloan out as well. That's just another massive dagger. It looks like they're going to struggle to score points. They're going to, they, oh, I think they're going to get schooled around the park. Um, so they, I do, think they do get Moses Suli back. Yeah, uh, but look, I'm not. Wor- not I'm not worried. Um, That's. I, I think that um, three try win by the Raiders is a pretty good looking bet there. So, so do I. Now, um, Parramatta and New Zealand, Eels losing Gutho and Moses that makes them vulnerable. And Warriors fact, might not have Johnson. Yes. Yeah. Warriors might not have Johnson due to him having a baby. That well, evens it up. Baby, yeah. That evens it up a lot. If Johnson has to fly home, that that's a huge. That's a number one biggest strike weapon gone. Yeah. Um. That really evens it up, and I probably wouldn't touch it. No, nah, I wouldn't touch it either. Because last time when Parramatta Eels played without Moses, um, and they had, um, Madison, they played well. Yeah. They played quite well. Yeah, because he he used to play six. And he's fucking. He's massive. Yeah. I'll probably stay away from that. Uh, South Bulldogs. Now, this, I actually think the Bulldogs can win. I really do. I think um, Rabbitohs have just had their spine ripped out. And Bulldogs have um, changed their spine around. They've got a Sexton. They've got they've got Sexton in, um, who has performed quite well. Only the time he's played this year. I think he's only played one game. Is that right? Maybe two? Maybe yeah, one. I'm pretty sure. broke his hand. He played really well. Played really well. Man, I really see the Bulldogs bouncing back in this. I um, they put a- they put Avarillo to fullback, which is really interesting. Um, and they've shaken up the back line and put Braden Burns back in, who I actually really rate as a center. Yeah. Um, I think he's better than he goes better than Alamotti. I agree. Um, Alamotti's out. Addo Carr's out. I just think those outs for the Rabbitohs are huge. The outs for the Rabbitohs are the biggest outs of any team this week. Is that yeah, you've got, you got, you got Cody Walker, Kenner. You've got one. Well, Kenner's not too big now, but um, Cook, huge out. Kalamatangi, probably one of their biggest strike weapons in the forwards. And Cam Murray. Oh, Fuck, man. Jesus Christ. Honestly, I'll be going Bulldogs. Now, Gold Coast and Dolphins, who the fuck knows? Who knows? Flip of a coin, that Who one. Who knows? I'd probably go Dolphins. Does Dolphins only lose Hammer? Yeah, this one's... Bloody. I'd go Dolphins. Yeah, because... Morgan. Yeah, I don't... I just, Tino Fafita, Brimson. Tino Fafita, Brimson, Fodawaka. Dude, oh, Dolphins oh, oh. being underdogs? Come on. Dolphins lose Felice Kafusi, who they had all out last week. Remember he did that very early, the head knock? Yeah. And Hammer. They're bringing in Milford and Jared Wallace. Jared Wallace, not too bad. I reckon they can get it done. All right. We've been going on for a while, so let's just get into Origin for next week. Let's should just we do... quick Before we do that, should we just quickly give our bet? Oh, yeah, 100%. Let's do it. So what do you like? All right. This is a crazy one to add for the multi, but I'm just going to throw it out for a three-game same multi. Uh, same game multi, sorry. Uh, Sharks versus Tigers. I got Will Kennedy for a pie. Ronaldo for two pies and Cronulla minus 29.5. That's $6.50. Yeah, chuck that in. And yeah. It, like, that, it's a great first like, leg. Fuck. I know personally for my same game multi, I'm going to go way more than that. 
But that's just my that's my safe mold, same game multi. <laughs> that's a pie warmer. That's a pie warmer. It's a six what is it paying? That's six dollars fifty. Six dollars fifty pie warmer. You don't get that every day any day of the week, really. No. You don't get that's it. That's rare. It's a rare but pie that's, warmer. That's the that's where that's what we're in now. We're in past round eighteen. We're into that sort of thing. I want to add to that uh, Raiders by three converted tries. So what? Raiders by negative 17.5. That's $2.60. That is juicy. Very juicy. And uh, we're adding Dano's bet for him. Yeah. Uh, which he Dano's did, bet that, yeah. Which he did state before, but we do like it. We're doing it for him this time. It's Robert Whittaker to win. We're not taking any risks. So you add those three together, Rob Whittaker... That same game multi, Canberra Raiders minus seventeen point five. You got twenty one dollars twenty nine. Ah, uh, and you know what? If it loses, I'd be extremely shocked. Yeah, and I'd also you'd it's, be you'd be fucking mad to not put something on that after after last weekend. You really would. If you hadn't listened, I feel like there's going to be more people that have heard about what we tipped last weekend, even listening this weekend for that. If they're not, they're going to lose. So. Be shocked if they won't. Now let's talk state of origin. Yes. Now next Wednesday, I'm going to get right into this. All right, before we even talk about the fucking cannibals down the, over the border there, um, I fucking really like this, and I'll be putting money on this. Now Queensland, let's go to pick your own line for Queensland here. Can I just tell a little funny story? Yes. The other day I was driving around at work. I was looking at the front. I was looking at the ocean. And I saw this guy and he was struggling. He wasn't struggling as such, but he was he was getting battered around trying to surf these little waves. He wasn't surfing on a surfboard, just body surf. A bit of a fatter bloke. <laughs> Blue rushy. And I just saw him like tumble. And he was tumbling in the whitewash. And it just it just instantly hit me that this is gonna be a full blown whitewash. <laughs> wow, you've se- you've seen a sign. And I just told the boys in the front, I said, Did you see that boy? That that guy that man, he wasn't a boy, he was a man. Did you see that man just get smashed in the whitewash? And they're like, Yeah, yeah, and I said I reckon that's an omen for Origin. They both went immediately very quiet. They're both blue supporters. Really? What are they doing in Queensland? Oh, everyone wants to live here, mate. Looking for a better life. Yeah, looking for a better life. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to get away from their blues. But <laughs> what do we got, Con? Mate, I'm telling you, I'm going negative 24.5 Queensland. Do you know how much that's paying right now? If you get on, you better get on it now before it goes down because it will drop. That's $9.50. Now, if you think that this Queensland side cannot beat this New South Wales side by as many as we did in the last game, you are kidding yourself. 24.5 or 25.5? 24.5. Yeah. yeah. Nine do- I don't know why. You might as well go 25.5. Yeah, yeah. But let's just go 24.5. And uh, nine dollars fifty? Are they serious? That's yeah. madness. <laughs> yeah, we beat them by more than that last game, and this side they fucking rolled out is dog shit. Like it's a side that they. It looks like they're not. They don't even care. 
Because what are your what are your thoughts on this? Because I reckon it's um, it's undeniable now that Freddie and Brandy, the two biggest fucking idiots in rugby league, are clearly picking on form from the previous week in the NRL, in the buy rounds, almost yep. or something. I don't know. Yep. It's like like what? It's so obvious that that's what you're doing. They There's off. no other way to explain it. Pistol wrapped it up perfectly, saying they they're going off that one game net, like. Mm. The, the last game, the one round, sorry, they watched the last round and go, oh, fuck, he played well, he's in, you know? And it is madness. Bradman Best, three tries, all in the one game, and he's straight into origin centre. I, I just, I don't know what he's thinking, leaving these guys like Matt Burton and... Nico Hines and that out, and as you stated, the state don't des- the state doesn't deserve to have those sort of players in the wings. Nah. But it's even more evident that the state needs to absolutely get rid of Freddie. Yeah, he is fucking. And I Freddie's you... lost, not touched, just with reality. Reality. No, well, that's what that was the second point. He is not just lost touch with the New South Wales side. He's now biting back in every interview. He thinks the media are against him, him in the New South Wales side, when it's just clearly that they're just against... They, they just want to see a win. They want to see a build for next year. They want to see something. And he's given them nothing. Do you know, I think the media, I think those journos and everything and the punters and everyone has every right to say to them, hey, what are you doing? As we would. Yeah, yeah. It's like, but they're getting all defensive about it. But it's like, no, what you're doing doesn't make any sense. Nico, Stefano... Hudson Young, like all those guys you picked. Matt Burton, for fuck's sake, like was one of your best players last series. Why are you not fucking picking him? Yeah. It's like, why are you playing them for 10 minutes and then not picking them again? And do you think it's possible like that those guys that they're doing that to are going, well, what the fuck? Like, why why is that happening? And then not even like making themselves available for this game? I've heard that theory thrown out, but I think I think he's just like and and, and they're waiting I, for him to get sacked because then the, they when they bring in another coach they'll go yeah I'll play because I don't want to play for this cunt who's going to pay me for ten minutes and then fucking boot me from the squad and apparently he's smashing their um confidence especially like Nico's mm-hmm. so apparently Nico's a real um hard on his sleeve kind of guy and he took it really hard after the first Origin loss um and then was immediately dropped because they put him on at center like. You know, when they when they had Matt Burton there at 18th man, and because the thing to Tommy Trebojevic that hit was a HIA, they could have activated the 18th man and had Matt Burton go in there, who's can naturally play centre. We got centre of the year last year, Dallium centre of the year. He can play centre all day. Yeah, um, why didn't they do that? Because it's Freddie. It's Fre- it's. But then Nico would have just sat on the bench the whole game anyway. But that doesn't matter. I'd, I just prefer, like, how do you not strategically play your Same thing, I guess. Strengths hey? like that. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, how's the bench? How's the bench with Clint Gutho? <laughs> Fuck another injury replacement. It's so stupid. And like Gutho's a good player, but I'm not saying he's not a good player. It's just no, madness. No. It's madness what he's done on the bench. It's fucking so dumb. It's like is he there for injury replacement? And then he's expecting Jacob Saifidi, the worst, the worst out of the two twin, the worst twin. Like, why have you picked him? And why would you not give Stefano another fucking 10 minutes? 
Why would you put like just do a like for like? Not even. I reckon Stefano's got more upside. Why would you do that switch? It it makes absolutely no sense. But even Spencer Lenu as well. Why wouldn't you? Why would you not have him in there if you're looking for a forward? Bring these like, young, hungry, aggressive people in. Yeah, like Bradman Best. Like I'm. I've watched a lot of Knights games this year, and he has been so underwhelming. Like on, don't you think? Like I don't. Oh man, I don't definitely. See it. For for the size he is and that, I I don't see it at all. I don't see him. I never ever thought he would get selected for Origin. Out of all the options they have, so many options. <laughs> Anyways, it's madness. I'm cheering. It's hilarious. It's gonna. I, I feel like it's definitely gonna be a whitewash. Queensland thirteen plus are, play, are paying is playing really well. Three fifty. Yeah, that's 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 crazy. Um, man, the thing is. I think when you look at this, right, and, like, my instincts are we're going to fucking smoke that side because it's stupid. It, the selections are stupid. There's, like, no combinations. Cody like Walker, they, there's got to be the future. They've, they've fucked over their own kind. You know what I mean? Like, they, they've pushed them out after playing them for 10 minutes and all that sort of stuff. There's, I just feel like there's no way that side comes out and is any more competitive than the side they played in game two. I don't see how that happens. No. Nah. And I just like, the writing's on the wall. Like, we got to bet. We got to bet hard on Queensland to win big Oh, here. yeah. <laughs> like, that whole, like, Queensland going complete, like a team going complacent in origin because they're two up. That does happen. We know that from history, you know, third mm. game, dead rubber. Sometimes they don't give a shit, you know. It's happened to us when New South Wales are two up and they've not given a shit and we've put 40, 30-something, uh, 40 points on them. Um, in a dead rubber, you know, and everyone's like, oh, it's pretty good, you know, we're building towards next year. But you kind of also know, well, they don't give a shit because they've won the shield, you know? Yeah. I can't see that happening here because nah. you see Billy's mentality, you see the player's mentality. We've had one injury, mm. um, not injury even, um, old Reese Walsh, and we've got a great backup in Brimson. So the whole back line basically isn't touched except for the fullback. I'll admit, I'll admit Reese Walsh is a big out, but... Brimson's solid as. They've chopped and changed their team so hard that I'm the exact same view as you. I can't see anything but a towel up. I can't see him getting over, man. I can't see a towel, anything but a towel up. No. Like, how are they going to crack that defence with that? Although I do think the forwards, there's been some better some better changes. I love Kalama In the starting forward I love Kalama Yeah. And Jake Trebojevich is back. Jake's, Jake's a huge addition for him. I think he's probably one of the... Purebred yeah. origin players from New South Wales. Starting Liam Martin, all that. But yeah. the rest of it, like, nah, man. Nah. It's just stupid. And the rumours that Freddie's going to keep his job as well. Have you heard that? It's not going to happen. They reckon he's going to keep his job and they're just going to get another advisor in for him. It's not going to happen. When they get pumped in this game, the state is going to be so... Like, Freddie is honestly going to be a pile of bones. He's all, he, he pretty much already is, man. But he's starting to say ludicrous stuff after game two he said oh, i was pretty surprised i looked up the scoreboard you know with five minutes ago and i was really shocked at the score so that's kind of saying i really wasn't watching what the score was and he goes i thought it was very tightly competitive the whole game and it's like well no it wasn't because we had 26 points on you by that stage uh, by the stage time you looked up we had 26 points it, reeks, it reeks of a man who's been eaten alive <laughs> it reeks Just, of a half corpse yeah State New South Wales coach. Picking their teeth with his bones. There is no way that guy coaches again next year, man. I reckon there's actually those... I 
honestly wouldn't be surprised if those players that he's done wrong Revolt. are just waiting for a new coach to come in to put their hand up for selection. Why wouldn't they play... Uh, I don't want to keep going on about it. Why wouldn't they play Nico now with nothing to lose next to Mitch Moses instead mm-hmm. of Cody Walker, who's a couple of years off retirement? I don't know. It's, it's funny they fucking drop Luai too. Yeah, it's <laughs> real funny. <laughs> it's such a shambles. Can you believe we're sitting here in this position though? Like I don't... I, Remember the start of the season? We're, we're like, oh, who's going to win, you know? Yeah. They've got such a good I mean, fucking just, pack. They thought they were going to have a dynasty. And it's like, and now we're looking like having the din- one. The dynasty is in shatters. <laughs> it's so fucking good. <laughs> it's, it's so good. <laughs> it's just like... It's just the way... It almost feels like it's just the way it's meant to be, hey? Yeah. Because there's all that chat about how they don't get origin and everything. But you just don't. Like you clearly don't like, they, like they say that now, but have you seen that? <laughs> yeah, they, a lot of them are like, we don't, we don't get origin. <laughs> yeah, you're right, we don't. Yeah. Before it was like, fucking, fuck off, passion. I bleed blue, but now yeah. it's like, maybe, maybe we don't get origin. You're right. Oh, we've beaten them into submission. Yeah. Like they were pretty <laughs> against it for a while, but now they've kind of come to terms with it. <laughs> oh god, it feels good. I it feel great. Good. I can't wait for this game, man, because I really think we're going to put a fucking score on them. I can't wait. All right. Yeah. Well, anyway, that was uh, enjoyable. Just really fucking sucking myself off and the state, <laughs> sucking the state off for about half an hour there. <laughs> <laughs> Not like good Queensland sucking. <laughs> uh, all right. Should we wrap it up? Let's wrap it. Okay. See ya.